I'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the West Coast and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly. I love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons. And I'm Megan. Me and my husband, we have four kiddos and I relate more to the dad role than the mom. And I'm an HGTV loving, oversharing finance nerd. Together we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life but we also can appreciate the big picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no fluff, fun conversations that will give you helpful on the go finance tips. Even if it's just a peek behind the curtains to hear about what we are doing with our money. At the time of this recording, we just went through another Bank of Canada increase and we are tentatively waiting in a few short weeks their next decision of what they're going to do with interest rates this has been a rocky road for a lot of canadians it adds a lot of uncertainty maybe not like dramatic uncertainty because it's pretty certain that they're trying to do something to curb inflation but these interest rate hikes do not feel like they're doing anything. It does feel like they are hurting the people who are already hurting instead of aiding to the inflationary measures. So agreed. This is a real impact on your financial situation that you have absolutely no control of. You need to be reactionary in terms of these changes. And a lot of Canadians are stressing about it. If you have a mortgage and you are on a variable rate, you have been riding a roller coaster, my friend. And I'm with you because I have properties where I have variable rates. I tend to do a hybrid mixture just because that's the strategy that I have. We can talk more about that on another episode. But Canadians tend to favor predictability. And when these events happen where you have no control and you have to make some decisions when your renewal letter comes in, comes in the mail. Oh, shudder at the thought. Shudder at the thought. So Lindsay, tell me, what do you think about the rate increases? (laughs) What are you telling people? How are you feeling? I am not feeling good about it. Um, both personally, as well as for my clients, um, for like the state of our economy um exactly what you were saying that the the changes um you know that the impacts are being felt by the wrong people um when we're all tighter on cash we shop at walmart so whose profits are going up while the mom and pop shops are charging a reasonable (laughs) you know amount what they need to charge to stay in business and quite frankly some of us can't afford that anymore so many of my clients are like what am I going to do um cauliflower was $9.99 in my last grocery shop uh I had somebody say to me the other day that I guess it's frozen vegetables for the next six weeks because they can't afford fresh um and these aren't low income people these are normal people okay so So i'm scared i'm scared too i think a lot of us in the finance industry are looking 
go going like this is impacting us this is impacting a hundred percent of our clients where do we stand in terms of giving advice providing some comfort and some guidance and the thing that I've been saying from the beginning of this whole thing has been interest rate hikes are going to hurt those who are already hurting Mm -hmm. on a macro level the intention of rising interest rates is so that we can promote people to think twice about their spending because if you think about the money you have access to you think okay well I got my bank account got my line of credit maybe I have my HELOC if I want to go and do something that is just out of reach in terms of my affordability I can access my line of credit I can access my bank account I can do you know I can you know Mm -hmm. manipulate things Mm -hmm. interest rates are so high that you don't really want to have access to that line of credit it kind of pulls back our reins. We say, you know what? We're not going to do a trip. You know what? We're not going to get that new car this year. So we curb back our spending. Yeah. The problem is people were already doing minimal spending and the people that are hurting the most are those that needed to use their line of credit and those other, you know, of their pot of accessible funds just to do things like you were saying, buy cauliflower, mm-hmm. fill up their gas tanks, get to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's, this is a really interesting thing and, and like season for us to be in. And I've been, most of my clients are in, my clients generally range from like 35 to 50. That's, that's my, that's my sweet spot. And for most of those people, um, they have never had an interest rate rise. We've been in a low borrowing, you know, low interest rate environment uh, for a really long time. Um, and we're just learning for the first time what yeah. what our parents were talking about in the 80s. Um, everybody listening, please cross all your fingers and toes and legs and anything else you have to cross that we do not see anything like interest rates in the 80s. Um, coming in our future, I will die if I see that. Um, but really, like we're just seeing that this is that that interest rates do go up. Um, you know, I've I've never had a mortgage over three percent before um and we've got a renewal coming up um by the time we publish this uh this episode that'll probably be coming up pretty quick maybe i'll do a little intro or outro or something on this uh to to give an update um it it's coming up in the uh in the spring early spring i think it's um i think it's mid march or something like that um and you know we're we're talking about it now four months early uh we've been talking about it for a while um as business owners who pay themselves uh in dividends uh quite a bit it's a little bit different than an employee with a t4 going to get a mortgage um there's a few more parts and pieces to it including you need to have your your business's uh, corporate tax return done. Um, and our 
year end is opposite of everything else on the planet. So um, we've had to wait for that. I think we get it in the next few days here, uh, but we need that before we can really go and, and start looking for uh, pre-approvals. And so we're, I feel like I'm in like purgatory. Okay? I, I want to take action on, on uh, preparing myself, uh, but there's not a lot I can do yet. Um, and uh, so we've got this coming up. There's nothing we can do about it mm -hmm. uh, with the stress test. I mean, we're going to have to, I don't even know what do we have to qualify at like 9% by the time when this comes around, like we're going to have to qualify at a lot. For those of you who don't know, I live on the West coast. Um, I live in Victoria. It is one of the most expensive cities in the entire country. Um, you cannot get a house under a million dollars that is livable. Um, things have, I shouldn't say that anymore. Things have come down a little bit over here. and We are seeing some houses, you know, the 900, even the 800 range. Um, but that's something that probably needs fairly extensive renovations. Um, the brand new house that is being built almost directly behind me on a pretty tiny lot um, was just listed for 1.5. So, um, just to give, you know, a little bit of uh, idea of, you know, the, what we're talking about over here. Um, people have big mortgages. People have really, really big mortgages. Um, so for us, you know, we're thinking like, how, how are we going to qualify? As a business owner, uh, you structure your income <laughs> in such a way um, to pay the least amount of tax quite often right? Um, so things like paying yourself in dividends. Um, and uh, maybe we'll get into that in a, in a uh, future episode. We'll get an accountant that, uh, that can come and explain some of that uh, to all of us, me included. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we're looking at like, do we need to pay ourselves more? How are we going to qualify? Um, so what are the options, right? We can take some of the cash, we can liquidate um, some accounts to put down to on the mortgage to to lower uh, our, our borrowed amount. Um, we can look at uh, paying ourselves more in our case um, because we're business owners. Um, we can uh, co-sign, we can get somebody to co-sign. Uh, we can sign the renewal letter and send it back. Uh, I don't even know what the renewal letter is going to be. It's going to be huge. Yeah, that's young. None of our options are great. Yeah, your options aren't. Your options are going to be terrible. Yeah, and just being, maybe I should book you for one of those sessions where you give everybody the, um, you know, the, the secret sauce, and you yeah. answer my life's problems. And yes, I'm at I bibbity bobbity boo, and then <laughs> tap you on the head. There you go, yes. problem solved. Yes. Okay, so I I'm five steps ahead of you because my mortgage renewed on Halloween. Uh -huh. and it's also it's like a it's better because <laughs> that was you know uh -huh. six months before your renewal so like a lot has changed in six months so my rate yeah. was at the time didn't feel decent in hindsight feels decent uh -huh. Uh -huh. um and these are the three things that I'm recommending to people say when they're they get their renewal letter there's a phone number on the letter and they say, okay, I'm going to call the bank or financial institution. The lender, yeah. These are the three things that I say. With your rate option, 
what are the actual monthly payments? Like, don't just tell me the rate, tell me the payment amount because that's important. Um, The other thing I say to ask is, is it an option for us to extend the amortization to help us stay with a similar payment Mm -hmm. amount? And if yes, what is the levers we can pull? What is Mm -hmm. the um, number of years that that results to? And if we, if we become in a place where we can apply more to the mortgage, is that still an option for us? And if so, how much? Okay. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are the first two questions. And the last question I, uh, I tell them to ask is, are we paying for creditors insurance? And if yes, how much is that costing us every month? Mm-hmm. And then what I say is you get the answers to all those questions and then you go and you ask somebody who knows a little bit more than you. Totally. <laughs> yeah. You hang up the phone. <laughs> Don't make any decisions. Yeah. Even if they say you have 24 hours or I need to know right now or whatever, mm-hmm. you say, I just need to run this by, you know, the other person on the mortgage, or mm-hmm. I just need to think about this for a minute. And then you run <laughs> and you mm-hmm. ask somebody who is five steps ahead of you and you say, mm-hmm. okay, these are the answers. What would you do if you were me? Yeah. Yeah. And I I have a feeling that we'll repeat this over and over in so many of our episodes. There's there's not a right answer. Um, There's not one right decision. Um, Studies show that variable rate beats out fixed rate over the long term. Okay, cool. So if you are the analytical type um, and you... Um, if that is your goal, you know, to, to, to beat out over, over the long term, and you're analytical and you understand that, that data and you want to, you want to beat that cool variable, right? Yes. Go for it. You might win this game. However, um, I strongly believe that most of our money decisions have nothing to do with money. Um, they have to do with heart um and if you are not analytical um if you are more like me and more like most people in my opinion um who have emotions tied to their money having a variable rate that could change your monthly payment on a frequent basis for the next who knows how long 6 12 18 months that could give you sleepless nights. Um, those sleepless nights might make you uh, a crabby spouse, a crabby mom. Like, what is that worth? Um, so, like I say, the analytical types, the the dollars and cents types. Yes, you can. I can get on the bandwagon that a variable rate is going to uh, very likely do better over time. Um, but what's it worth? So that's a really good point. And it's so funny that you say this. So I've mentioned this before in terms of personality types. I'm a, I'm a shining gold. I like things very structured. I have a plan. I have a strategy. My husband is an orange. He just needs to know we can afford his golf membership, that his retirement date is set, that we're all good. Um, the other day he said to me, should we lock in 
our mortgage because we have we have several rental properties so he says to me should we lock in our our rates he's like all he's like looking at me so serious he has never ever <laughs> been involved in these decisions before he's absolutely been but everybody's talking about it so when he goes to work that's yes. the conversation in the staff and room people right now. are probably asking him what he does because absolutely. they know what i do for a living well he's married to a financial guru yeah <laughs> And um, he, so he looks at me so serious. Should we lock in? He's like, and then I said to him, how do you know we're not already locked in? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, sweetheart. That's so cute of you. Anyways, (laughs) so I gave him the assurance that like, I got it all taken care of. He doesn't need to worry about it. Some of our mortgages are locked in. Some of them, yes, are variable, but it's going to be okay. Those are really long-term investments. They cash flow even with, you know, based on really high interest rates. So it's going to be fine. Um, But I mean, like anything, and just like most Canadians, we still got to reel it in now. Like I, we, we like to go away on trips. We like to have nice things. We're pumping the brakes on that right now, because Mm -hmm. if we have extra cash flow, we definitely don't want to go into debt to buy groceries, which is a reality for many and maybe a reality for us if they, if I'm going to be paying $9 for cauliflower. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so yeah. it's just like, we're just going to pump the brakes a little bit just to be more mindful. Mm-hmm. But also, like, those are really fair questions. And when you yes. don't really know where you stand, the discomfort is real. It's real yeah like like seriously sleepless nights like heart palpitation like increased blood pressure um extra booze um yelling at our kids because they sliced the cheese too thick I remember I I had a client one time this is years ago we were talking about uh we were talking about her goals (laughs) and I will never ever forget whatever goals was to not worry about how thick the cheese was sliced. And I was like, oh man, that's real, right? Like cheese is bloody expensive. (laughs) And yeah, like that fear comes up when so many of my clients, I don't know, like for you guys listening, I don't know where you're at. I don't know what month it is right now uh, for you listening to this. It is currently uh, November 18th, 2022, as Megan and I chat. Um, and already, I have so many people who are up $500, $800, $1,000, $1,500 on their mortgage payments. Um, where does that come from? Where does it come from? How are you going to reconcile that? Um, and those that's where the sleepless nights come come from you know can I afford to in in my case I'll use me I'll talk about me um you know can I afford to keep my son in his baseball training right it's off season my kid plays baseball four days a week um he doesn't have to do that that's all extra out of pocket he could just wait for spring like most people um can can we afford to do that I'm I sure as heck hope so. Um, you know, in, in our case, we we live below our means. Um, we save in all of my different accounts on a monthly basis. Um, only one of those accounts is emergency or um, 
you know, kind of for, for random stuff. The other stuff is meant to go to house maintenance and car maintenance and travel. But, you know, if, if push comes to shove, then maybe I'm going to use that travel account to pay my mortgage, to yeah. stay above water. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that's I a think reality. That the stress is real. That's a reality that a lot of us are going to face in the next couple years, I honestly think. Mm-hmm. Um, don't have a crystal ball, but I don't want it all to be doom and gloom. Because when they do raise interest rates, yes, there is an added expense on a lot of our, you know, already struggling cash flow. Mm-hmm. Um, but with added, you know, there's the savings rate on an EQ bank account right now is like, you can get a GIC for 5%. Like, Love that. Yeah. Anybody sitting on cash right now? Well, who knows so if you have, like, if you even for your slush fund or your emergency fund, uh-huh. you could easily be making 4% uh-huh. on liquid accessible cash right now. That's right. So if you have, if you're sitting with one of the big five banks, likely you're not going to be having that opportunity. That's but right. if you were to just get creative with some of the account architecture that you have, you mm-hmm. could potentially be having some benefit in this situation absolutely Um, and like i said not all doom and gloom get the answers to those questions that we suggested Mm -hmm. and go and ask somebody for help yeah you don't yeah yeah you're not the only one and it's not that you don't have the answer um the answer is hard to find right now so ask somebody to help you answer that answer that question I I know that a lot of uh mortgage professionals um especially in the last decade right they've all been saying variable 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 um and they can see the stress level increasing on their clients faces um and I've heard several of them um this is not advice I'm not a mortgage expert but what I have heard them say um is uh short-term fixed uh, to um, hopefully not have your interest rates go up anymore, right? Fix it, fixing it, getting getting locked in now, um, but having that stability so that you can plan your budget and you don't have to, um, you know, cry about how thick the cheese slices are and, and be that crabby mom. Um, and uh, so, you know, there there are options out there um and uh and you mentioned megan one that uh is an option for us coming up that i uh failed to mention it when i was uh, listing off some of the options before for us which is the increasing the um, amortization right stretching that mortgage out again um over the long term which if your if your real estate is um an asset uh, that you are counting on, relying on um, for future stretching out really sucks. Um, but we have to do what we have to do, um, and uh, you got to pay your bills every month. So that's the that's just the reality of where we're at right now. Um, you're either in a variable rate, and you've been on this ride. Uh, since rates started going up, um, maybe you're close to your, you know, your your trigger rate where your your payment goes up. Maybe you've already passed it, uh, or you're fixed. And if your renewal comes up during the high interest rate environment, um, it's going to hit you at that point, right? Um, but uh, but back to the not all doom and gloom. Um, interest rates, savings rates are 
um, there are places that you can go to get your cash working for you. Um, and if anybody's looked at the stock market in the last six months, um, it's down. Um, looking a little better in the last last few days here, but uh, um, it, it's down. And what do we do when cauliflower is two for one? We buy two. Um, not not two for nine dollars. We still that's still expensive in my, my books. <laughs> but uh, um, but when things are on sale, we buy more. And so this is also an opportunity for people in a position um, who have the money to invest, to go out and do some research and to talk to somebody that knows more about investing than you, because uh, stuff's on sale. And we are not talking about a five or 10 year game plan. Most of us are looking at longer than that. Um, and uh, so there, there are some opportunities in amongst all this doom and gloom and stress from my personal life. Okay, well, I think we'll end it on that. And everybody, if you have any insight, questions, need some a sounding board, you know where to find us. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for spending your time with us today. If you heard anything that piqued your interest, check out the show notes because we probably have some extra deets or links down there. Your homework for today. Go talk to someone about your money. Either your spouse, your kids, your coworker, or a licensed professional. And if you don't like those humans today, we're always talking in Lindsay's Facebook group, Black is the New Red. So join us over there. Head over to Facebook, type in Black is the New Red. You'll see so many amazing like-minded individuals in there trying to get better, asking the right questions, supporting one another. We look forward to hanging out with you again on your next dog walk or while you watch soccer practice from the sidelines. Cheers.